0: Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes, planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like, how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why Certified Financial Planner Dan Caprill is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Well, thanks so much for joining
1: us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt here with you alongside Nikki Early, filling in for Dan uh, for the whole show this week and looking forward to chatting with Nikki here in just a few moments. She, of course, is your local financial coach and a financial advisor at Mattson & Capril, the great team here in Cincinnati and Dayton, serving you throughout the community, helping you better prepare for for your financial future. If you have any questions and want to reach out to the team during or after our show today, you can always call 844-QUIZ-DAN or go online to quizdan.com. Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you?
2: I am great, Walter. Looking forward to some um, really good topics today.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. We're going to talk here in just a moment about decluttering your financial life. A little later, we'll take some of your questions on the show. We'll also talk about some of the common money mistakes we see people make and how you might be able to avoid them. And what does it mean to get and earn financial independence? All of those things on the agenda for today's show but nikki you know as americans we just have to admit that we own a lot of stuff (laughs) and we do (laughs) and so much so that there's now an entire industry of decluttering specialists who help you organize your home, get rid of things you don't need, and create systems to keep you organized moving forward so that we don't all end up on the show Hoarders. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I could use one of those. What are they? Decluttering specialists. Decluttering
1: specialists. I don't know what the rates are for a decluttering specialist, Hmm. but they're out there. So let's apply this to our financial life. We're going to ask you to be a decluttering specialist from a financial standpoint for our listeners. Sound, sound good to you?
2: I'll do it. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Here's the comparison. So when you're decluttering your home, the closets are usually the worst results or the worst culprits, I suppose we could surmise. So let's talk about the financial closet. How is someone's life kind of compared to a financial closet where you've got a bunch of stuff you know, pushed in there.
2: Well, I guess, you know, just like closets, everyone has a different level of organization in their financial lives. Some people are gonna have everything perfectly in place and know exactly where everything is, while other people unfortunately probably have a financial mess, a situation that has no real organization in place. Now what we find is that when we really look at we people hold what they have bought over the years, that they've just accumulated a bunch of stuff. Maybe they have an old 401k plan here and another one there. Uh, they may have an IRA that they've funded in some years and not others. So. They're really just investing with no rhyme or reason, so no purpose. A true comprehensive financial plan is going to consider what you're investing in and why, how those funds are going to play a part in your overall financial strategy.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's important and a good distinction that you draw, Nikki. So uh, as we talk about you know decluttering our financial life, I do think it's always overwhelming to start the process. That's always what keeps me from being successful at this, you know each and every week. Finally, you kind of go on that binge and you clean everything up, I guess. That's why we call it spring cleaning. Um, (laughs) But it's so overwhelming to get started and do these things. And I imagine that in the financial world, it is very much the same. It's hard to get started. How can somebody begin to start organizing their financial life?
2: Well, you'd really just need to find all your stuff. So, find your account statements, determine balances, maybe even figure out who's managing them. There's a lot of people, they don't even know who's managing their money anymore. Sure. Um, You know, get your insurance policies together, organize everything. A true financial planner is going to want to analyze every part of your financial well being, not only investment objectives, but Uh, Your insurance needs, whether we're talking liability, medical, homeowners, auto, life, and even long-term care. They're also going to want to talk about the inevitability that you are going to die. So there's going to be some estate planning pieces there, too. So if you get yourself organized prior to meeting with a financial advisor, the process is going to go a lot faster, first of all. And it's not going to be overwhelming when they start asking you for things.
1: That's a great point. We're talking with Nikki Early of Matson & Capril, serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call to get in touch with the team. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. We're comparing our financial life to, you know, kind of what we do to declutter at home. Once you've gotten the things all out of their hiding places, Nikki, and by the way, this is the next problem I usually run into when I'm cleaning out the closet, especially the one that's kind of in our like you know spare bedroom slash office, is mm-hmm. you get everything out of the closet. Now it's laying around everywhere and you got to try and figure out how to get what you're going to keep back into the closet. <laughs> <laughs> what, are some, what are some tips that you'd recommend for organizing the financial closet? I'm hoping that's a little bit easier than trying to put all that stuff back in the closet.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, you have to have a monthly budget. So you need to get a budget on paper so that you know at a glance if you're on the right track. This helps you keep an eye on where your money is going so that you can easily monitor where you stand each month. Now, Walter, I cannot tell you how many times I asked the question, How much do you spend on a monthly basis or how much do you need per month to live off of? And Mm. I get a blank stare half the time. Um, It is amazing how many people have no clue. You really cannot plan for retirement if you don't know what you'll need. You just can't. We often do this exercise with clients. Uh, It's not unlike the old school um, Weight Watchers, if you will. So instead of having them write down everything they eat, we literally have them write down every single cent they spend spend. And what happens is A, they get an idea of what they truly need. And B, they start seeing where maybe some of the waste goes. You know, by week two, if they have to write down that they're getting fast food at McDonald's again, or going to Starbucks for that latte, Mm. they feel a little guilty and they don't spend as much. So it's a really good exercise. But first of all, and foremost, you have to know what you need when you're trying to do some retirement planning.
1: Uh, Those are great strategies to think about. Monthly budget is uh, certainly a huge one. And I've done what you're talking about, Nikki, where you write down, and it was the Starbucks coffee that got me. Mm-hmm. seeing absolutely. how much money that piled up to each week and where else I could distribute that money. <laughs>
2: I mean, $4.75 oh, is a lot if you're going five times a week.
1: More than that if you get a sandwich to yeah, add absolutely. on top of it for breakfast. So now I'm doing a cup of coffee at work and, you know, something very light for breakfast, and, you know, it's, a, it's less than a dollar. It's amazing the difference in how that adds mm-hmm. up. It really is. So that's monthly budget. That's one tip. What, what about another one?
2: Well, let's see. Do your accounts match your goals? So, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but since we're talking about the whole closet theme, but have you ever walked out of the house with a blue and a black sock on? Oh, <laughs> well, three
1: or four times a week. It usually yes. happens. Yeah. It, so, it, they're uh, usually different measures of brown, but the, <laughs> okay. the, the designs on the brown socks are always different. But, you know, I'm like, yeah, they're brown. They're close enough.
2: <laughs> yeah. And at a glance, the difference between blue and black socks might not be so obvious. My dad
1: was the blue and black mixer up. Okay. Yes. He would always have that real dark blue and then the black but and he thought they were the same but you could definitely tell yeah
2: yeah well in the same way a bad financial decision might not be obvious if you're not an investment professional and you could easily end up with a plan that's not going to accomplish what you wanted to accomplish your goals so many of the people we work with initially have no idea what they are investing in and why. A lot of times we find they have multiple funds, so they think they're diversified, but ultimately they own funds that are all buying the same company. So really they're not diversified at all. So before we invest anyone's money, we have to have a clear understanding of what they are trying to accomplish, and then only then can we actually build a portfolio that's gonna help them reach their goals.
1: Good examples of how to reorganize things in your financial closet. Once you've kind of cleaned out the clutter, how to put it all back neatly, uh, develop that monthly budget so you truly know what your lifestyle is costing you. Make sure that your accounts match your goals. Any other tips, Nikki, you can pass along?
2: Well, just like, you know... Seasons change, so does life. (laughs) So, again, back to the closet. Just like you're rotating seasonal clothing in and out of your closet, you should probably rotate some products or strategies out of your portfolio once they no longer serve your needs. So, just as the seasons and the weather change, so do your needs and the needs for your investment approach to change. It's more important than ever to have an income plan in place at least five years before retiring. If you're in a situation where you're going to have to draw money from your investment, for income, then you need to understand what your likely range of returns will be in your portfolio. Because if we're experiencing market volatility, you will have to sell more shares to get the income you need. And when the market recovers, unfortunately, those shares are gone, you don't get them back. So being very purposeful in choosing the investments you hold is so important when we're relying on them for
1: income really important things to consider when we're talking about decluttering your financial life. And Nikki, I know that you and Dan each week offer the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, an opportunity for people to learn more about things just like this. Tell us a little bit about what's in that toolkit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The toolkit has a tremendous amount of information uh, from video recordings to audio. It also has a book and articles and it addresses all these things that we talk about on a weekly basis. So all you have to do is just text the word retire to 555-888 and we'll send one out to you. I promise that it'll be something that you'll learn a lot from.
1: Again, that's the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Great resources, a book, DVD, audio CD, uh, reports, more information, all in that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And again, to get your hands on it and get a copy at your home, all you have to do is text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link that we will immediately send you and fill out your information. It takes about 30 seconds, and uh, don't worry, just fill out the info. We're not going to spam you or uh, you know, sell your information to anybody or anything like that. We're just going to make sure. We, we have to know where to send that package, so we'll make sure that you get a copy. Again, just text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. And if you don't have a smartphone, unfortunately that link won't work, but no problem. We've got you covered. You can just call and request the toolkit instead of texting. And to do that, you just call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. But again, the easiest way to do it if you have a smartphone is to text the word retire to 555-888, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Very cool. Uh, Stay tuned. There's much more coming up on today's show. Nikki Early filling in for Dan this week, and uh, we'll look forward to another great conversation on the way next.
0: Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, Anagrams, trivia, riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance. Some are RIAs. Some can't sell stocks. Some are RFCs. Some are IRA experts. Some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on it can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Caprill is a Certified Financial Planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other Riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of, and probably have tried to solve, the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years, and are so popular, they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Capril. Thanks for joining us once again on Solving the
1: Financial Puzzle. This is the show that makes things easier to understand as you move to and through retirement. From a financial perspective, what's the best way to stay on the right path, or if you've gotten off the right path, how do you get back on it? Well, we're talking with Nikki Early today, financial advisor and coach at Matson and Capril. She and her team have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, so there's a convenient spot near you to come in and meet and have a review of your financial plan. You can reach out to Nikki and Dan and the rest of the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, or by going online to quizdan.com. We talked earlier in the show about how to declutter your financial life, and that would certainly be one of the common mistakes that we see. People have their investments in no particularly great order, or uh, you know, it's kind of a mess in many ways, and people are decluttered financially. And it got us thinking: what are some of the other common money mistakes? that we see so we came up with a list nikki i'll give you the mistake and you give us all the details about how you've seen these things before with people who have come in to meet with you and how you straighten these mistakes out when people make them
2: sounds great walter the first
1: one (laughs) ignoring the future tax implications of your retirement savings for some odd reason people ignore these implications and it's huge
2: Yeah, it is. And if you've ever listened to the show before, you know we are super, super concerned about future tax rates. Now, we have all been taught to put as much money away as we could into these traditional type retirement vehicles, so tax-deferred vehicles, thinking that in our retirement, our taxes are going to be lower than when we're working. But what if that's not the case? What if the shift of so many Americans, baby boomers, to Medicare, to Social Security, ensures that tax rates have to go up? Not to mention all the other underfunded government programs. So this could be detrimental to our retirement. We're gonna have to pull out more money for our income needs to cover the tax if taxes go up. So if we aren't taking this into consideration, we really might be setting ourselves up for failure.
1: Yeah, I think that's huge, and uh, that's something Dan Caprio would be proud of us for discussing, I think, on today's show. (laughs) He is Mr. Tax-Free Retirement, uh, no doubt about it. And uh, he'll make sure if you walk through his door that you don't forget about the tax implications of your savings. Uh, Something else we have to consider, and uh, this seems so simple, but Nikki, this really needs to, to be cohesive with the rest of your plan. And that's Social Security. And unfortunately, people start Social Security way too early, or in some cases, they start it much later than they should have.
2: Yeah, I would say as a general rule, we rarely suggest that someone put off taking their benefit if it means that they're going to have to liquidate their savings in order to do so. So you can leave your savings, Walter, to your kids, but you can't leave your your Social Security benefits. So the whole idea here is if in lieu of taking Social Security, I'm going to have to you know, sell shares from my investment portfolio, then that might not be advantageous. But you do have to take a lot of things into consideration. Like, how long am I likely to live? Is longevity on my side? Do all my family members lived to 90 or 100? In that case, maybe putting off, taking Social Security might be appropriate. But there's just a lot of different things to consider when you're making that choice.
1: Yeah, we're talking with Nikki early about common money mistakes. And another one, Nikki, is when we see people be way too aggressive Or way too conservative. Again, a lot of these mistakes, it's you're going too far to one extreme or the other.
2: Exactly. Here's the thing. Everyone's different. I mean, their particular situation is different. There is not one size fits all. But the bottom line is we do need our money to grow, period, even if we're just talking about to keep up with inflations and taxes. So if you're too conservative, you may be losing purchasing power. However, if during retirement, you're too aggressive, and you need to pull money out of your savings, If markets are down, you can lose big. So having a plan is key, and it's gotta be a plan that defines the range of returns you can expect so there's no surprises.
1: Nikki, as we talk about these common money mistakes, I'd imagine that this one is a pretty hard one to avoid because we have a lot of faith in these people a lot of the time. And that's when it comes to taking advice from family and friends on how to invest. It's, it's a little painful having to include that in the mistake category, but so yeah. often it is.
2: It is. Here's the thing. Our family and friends love to brag when they have a great year. But they probably don't confide in us when they've had a terrible one as far as investments go. I know They don't. So we're human. And we tend to get a little jealous when we hear someone's portfolio did better than ours. But... Listen, right now, if your brother-in-law is heavily weighted in the large U.S., he's probably bragging. He's telling you how well he's doing. But if you're properly diversified, you probably aren't seeing the larger gains. But here's the thing. When the large U.S. market goes down, and it will at some point, when there's a bad year, you'll have other asset classes in your portfolio to balance you out, and your brother-in-law won't.
1: Mm. Very true, very true, and uh a lot of the time, we just put way too much faith in our family and friends who aren't experts in the field.
2: no, they aren't, mm. and they have good intentions. Don't they get do. me wrong. They do.
1: That's very true. And we we can't ignore that fact, but you still need to take everything you hear, I think, with a grain of salt if it's not from an expert. Uh, A very heavy grain of salt, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Another common money mistake we see people make as they approach retirement especially is not recognizing how their expenses are currently changing and how they'll change even more in retirement. How do you see this play out typically?
2: Well, like I said earlier in our earlier segment, often people don't have any idea what they spend or what they're going to need pre-retirement or after retirement. The first step there is... Really just knowing what that figure is. How much do you spend? And then you really have to sit back and think about, you know, what is retirement going to be like for me? Am I going to spend less? Maybe I'll go out to dinner less because I'm cooking at home. Maybe I won't spend as much money commuting to work. Or maybe the opposite is true. Maybe it's that I plan to travel a lot and I am going to spend more on my hobbies. So really thinking about what's going to change and what you're going to need in retirement. It's key because you can't do an income plan until you know what that figure is
1: yeah another great point nikki i think that's huge this is always one of my favorite terms in the financial world it's called paralysis by analysis and the simplified version of that i guess is information overload and that can be another common money mistake
2: Okay, so trying to figure this all out, if you've listened to Dan and I, you know that we do not believe in crystal balls. We don't think that anyone can predict what markets are going to do. There are thousands and thousands of mutual fund managers that try to figure it out every year, and they do it unsuccessfully. So why do we think we can? We can't. And it goes back to the fact that if you believe news is unpredictable, and you believe markets react to news, then you have to concede that markets are unpredictable. So stop killing yourself trying to figure it all out.
1: Another great point. All right, Nikki, it's time for our last money mistake, our last common money mistake that we see retirees and pre-retirees make. And it's being impatient With your investments, impatience leads to more mistakes, I guess.
2: Absolutely. And it's funny. Dan always says that farmers don't dig up the dirt to see how their seeds are doing after they just planted them. And that's, (laughs) it's true. They don't, right? They yeah, wouldn't have true. much success that way, no, would no. they? No. Well, it's the same with investing for the long term. You need to have a firm understanding of what you can expect for, again, long term. You also need to have an understanding what your likely range of returns will be so that in any given year – you're not surprised. We're going to have positive years, we're going to have negative years, and you just need to know what that range of returns are likely to be. So it's easy to get caught up in the short term, but this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. You can't be impatient.
1: This information is a great example of what you get on the Retirement Rescue Toolkit or what you get in that toolkit when it gets delivered to your home. In fact, you can get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, your very own box. I mean, this is literally a box that Nikki and Dan will send out to your home. (laughs) And it has uh, reports, a book, DVD, audio CD, lots of great information and resources in there. Even a little stress. Are you guys still sending the stress ball in there as well? Uh,
2: Yeah, I think that goes out in there too. I know we still have some.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's in like a little bomb, if I remember correctly, a little bomb. Uh, There was a
2: bomb. Yeah, we have one, a brain, so we got a clue. Oh, okay, <laughs> there's a couple. So you
1: say, see, there's a little bit of a surprise. You don't know what you're going to get out <laughs> yeah. of there. Uh, if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, again, it's just a great resource to have. Learn a little bit more about the financial landscape. There's no cost, no obligation to it. All you have to do to get that absolutely free Retirement Rescue Toolkit is to text the word retire to 555 888 Again, that's 555-888, and you text the word retire to that number. Click on the link that we'll send right back to you on your smartphone, and then fill out the information on the page that it opens up. takes 30 seconds to do it. It's not much information that you have to give. We just need to know where to send the toolkit so text the word retire to the number 555-888 if you don't have a smartphone you can call and request the toolkit instead 844 quiz dan is that number 844-784-9326 or simply 844 quiz dan and that's how you can get the retirement rescue toolkit by the way if you get the toolkit you'll also get exclusive invites in the future To upcoming workshops and seminars and events that Dan and Nikki and the team at Matson and Capri will be hosting here throughout the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. So again, if you want to get that toolkit, just text the word retire to 555-888. And stay with us. There's much more coming up on today's show. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle.
0: Rubik. The creator of the famous Rubik's Cube once said, a good puzzle, it's a fair thing. Nobody is lying, it's very clear, and the problem depends just on you. That's a nice thought. Too bad the financial world isn't as simple. As you prepare for retirement and the rest of your financial future, there are a lot more problems to deal with than just yourself. You have outside factors constantly varying and changing the landscape people do lie, cheat, and deceive. You have access to tons of information, yet not a great way to discern what motivations drive that information. It can all get very, very complex. But that's why Dan Caprill, your host of Solving the Financial Puzzle, is here. Dan and his team at Matson and Kapril will help you solve your financial puzzle to put you in a position to get to and all the way through retirement. Just call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet. You don't have to solve the entire financial puzzle on your own, but you do have to be the one who starts the solution. And it starts with a phone call to 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storhold back with
1: you here alongside Nikki Early, who is filling in for Dan Capril this week on the entire show. And it's great to have her along with us. Uh, Nikki joins us each and every week along with Dan for a segment or two. But we've kicked Dan out for the whole show this week and letting Nikki rule the roost. If you want to get in touch with the team, unfortunately, we haven't been able to change the phone number out of Dan's name yet. So it's it's still 844-QUIZ-DAN if you have questions uh, during or after the show today and want to reach the team. 844-QUIZ-DAN. And we're still working on the website address. But for now, it's still quizdan.com. But we'll see if we can, you know, stage a coup and get all that changed before too long. <laughs>
2: quiznicky.com. There you go.
1: See? <laughs> the only problem is that, you know, how do we spell Nikki? Is that we have to I spell know. it out each N-I time C- we C- give N-I-K. it. N-I-C, N-I-K. Right. Yeah. We don't want to cause that confusion. So yep. we'll have to figure out something. Earliest would be good, right? We could do Early.
2: Yeah, that's true. But it's, you know what? It's E A R L E Y, and everybody L-E-Y. always forgets a oh, second. Yeah. Yep, so that could be a problem too. So
1: you just weren't born with a good <laughs> website name, unfortunately. No. Well, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about financial independence. And don't forget, answering some of your questions are on the way as well. If you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com. But, you know, financial independence, Nikki, I think is something that everybody wants during retirement? I think the more interesting questions to ask are, you know, what exactly do people want independence from? And Mm -hmm. I think that leads to an interesting discussion. So let's talk about the importance of declaring independence from a couple of different things. And I'm sure some people, you know, will think one of these is more important than the other, but all of them have, I think, a measure of truth for each of us. Uh, And the first one is independence from government. How often do you see people having that as sort of one of their goals?
2: Absolutely. We don't want to rely on the government for a a lot of different things in our lives, but the first being nursing home care. If you are relying on the government for nursing home care, you have essentially had to spend down all of your assets to qualify for Medicaid. All your hard work and savings depleted and now relying on the government. So sad. And we do see that often. And imagine the financial implications to your spouse if you have one. Listen, these are the facts. Once you reach age 65, you have a 70% chance that you will need some form of long term care. Wow. So you have to plan for this likelihood and you don't want to be dependent on the government. Another thing that we see is Social Security. I hear this saying and I, it's not my quote, but I love it. I'm stealing it for someone Social Security should be the icing on the cake not the cake. Mm. It's really sad, I read a statistic just recently that said 10.6 million people, and that's 22% of the 48 million people that receive Social Security, they live on that alone. So we've got 10.6 million Americans out there just living on Social Security. Um, And those checks, I just don't know how they do it, I really don't. The other thing as far as the government and declaring independence from the government is not assuming that Medicare will cover all of your medical expenses. Promise, It's not going to. The average 65-year-old couple are going to spend $220,000 in the remainder of their lifetime above and beyond Medicare. And this isn't including the long-term care piece we just talked about. So it's very important that we are independent from the government. We're not relying on them in retirement.
1: It's huge. And everybody, I would imagine, wants to have that independence from government. Uh, This is also maybe just as important, and it would be having independence from our family, certainly from a financial perspective. (laughs) We love our family. We want to be around them, but not all the time.
2: (laughs) Right. I mean, do you want to live with your kids in retirement, Walter? No. Mm
1: -mm. (laughs) And 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 I love my parents. They're my best friends, mm -hmm. But I don't really want to live with them either. <laughs> Not <Right>. anymore. <laughs>
2: and you know, there there are some people out there that maybe wouldn't mind. Maybe they'd enjoy it. Maybe they'd like to help raise their kids, children. So that's great. But you don't want to have to have to do that, (laughs) you know? I mean, that'd be your only option, living with your children. Um, In fact, I don't want to rely on my kids for any kind of financial support. I see so many people spending money on their adult kids that they can't afford to. It's irrational, they're picking up tabs at dinners or buying extravagant gifts, taking kids on vacations, their families, yet they don't have nearly enough saved for retirement. I realize it can be a tough conversation if you have to sit down with your children and tell them you can't afford certain things, but I guarantee, guarantee they'd rather you save for yourself now than you have to rely on them
1: later. So important to keep these things in mind. So as you're seeking independence in retirement, financial independence, keep in mind where you're exactly looking for independence from, and that will help craft your plan. So you want independence from government? There are things that then need to be considered. There are certain goals that get established. You want independence from your family? That establishes some additional goals. What about independence from creditors? That's a major goal for many people
2: listen, there's a lot of peace of mind not having debt in retirement. And think about it. Do we really want to be selling shares from our investment portfolio? In most cases, paying tax on those shares to service debt we are paying interest on? A good financial plan should address becoming debt-free in retirement. Yeah, I think about that. We've saved all this money and we're having to sell shares to pay interest. It's just, it's not a good concept. It's not a good plan.
1: So that is independence from creditors, another big one that we have to mention, certainly. A lot of people also want to have independence from our employer, Nikki. Uh, What exactly does that look like, though?
2: Well, if if you can't have peace of mind without earning a paycheck every month, then you're not really retired. Um, when you leave the workforce, you should have a solid understanding of your income sources and that they are gonna be adequate for the lifestyle you wish to live. There should be no guesswork involved in deciding if it's okay to retire you really need to have a clear understanding of where income is gonna be coming from, whether it's social security, annuities, pensions, and then understand where your shortfall is. What's your gap? What am I gonna have to pull from savings every month in order to live the lifestyle that I wanna live? Now, depending on how much you save, this may or may not be feasible. So don't stop working until you know for sure that you have A, enough income coming in and that your savings can support any gaps that are gonna be there.
1: We're talking with Nikki Early of Matson & Capril, serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. Make sure you have independence from things like your employer, from the government, uh, from your family, from that financial perspective. And last but not least, Nikki, we want to have independence from the stock market, because that's ultimately what will help bring some peace of mind as well.
2: Yeah, if you're up at night thinking about what the stock market's gonna do tomorrow, that's just not a good thing. We really shouldn't have to worry about what the market's gonna do on a day-to-day basis. A good comprehensive financial plan, it's gonna take into consideration the good years and the bad years. We don't want a plan that's gonna assume maybe say 6% linear growth, and that's the assumption we're using to see if we're okay. We need to understand that there's gonna be volatility in our retirement years, and we have to take that into consideration. The <laughs> Every portfolio, whether you realize it or not, has an expected range of returns, and you need to understand what your range is. And if you build a strong financial plan based on that range, it's going to take into consideration those bad years and those good years, and it's going to give you peace of mind so that if we are in a recession or a decline in the economy, you know you're okay. So, yeah, we definitely want to have independence from the stock market to the point where we're not thinking about it all the time. Listen, we all want financial independence, and a lot of people get a great deal of benefit from the retirement rescue toolkit that we have all you have to do is text the word "retired" to 555-888 and we're going to send you a box literally a box that's filled with great resources anything from audio video um, there's articles in there there's a book Uh, i promise it'll be beneficial to you so again all you have to do is text the word "retired" to 555-888
1: Again, this is the chance to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, an actual box full of great <laughs> stuff, uh, resources, papers, uh, audio CDs, DVDs, uh, Dan and Nikki's book, and more, all in that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And to get a copy of it, all you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Just text RETIRE to 555 888 Click on the link that we'll send you and fill out the information. And it takes like 30 seconds to do that. And then the toolkit will be on its way to you. So text the word retire to 555-888. And you'll get the retirement rescue toolkit. If you don't have a smartphone, the link probably wouldn't work on your phone, uh, since you, know, you don't have access to the internet from your phone. So instead, just call us. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to do instead. 844-784-9326. And you can just request the toolkit over the phone that way. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number. Or again, if you have a smartphone, you can text the word retire to 555-888. Still more to come on solving the financial puzzle with Nikki Early this week. Much more around the corner.
0: With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Caprill. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt
1: here with you alongside Nikki Early. Looking forward to our conversation. It's such a pleasant topic. <laughs> We've called it How Couples Screw Up Retirement.
2: <laughs> Yay!
1: <laughs> now, we'll have a little fun with this. But, uh, you know, getting couples on the same page, Nikki, with their retirement plan can often be... A pretty big challenge. And so I want to talk about some of the things that couples do often screw up, or maybe a more PC term, the things that they mess up uh, on occasion. And this is just to help people that might fall into these kinds of traps and pitfalls to avoid these sort of things. So we've got a little list here to discuss. The first one that I think we need to bring up is when it comes to pensions, uh, we see couples all the time making the wrong choice on how to handle the spousal benefit option on a pension. Where are folks going wrong, Nikki?
2: Well, first of all, let's educate everyone. Um, Most pensions do offer different ways that they can receive payment or benefit. Uh, There is always that single life annuity option, which is simply going to pay the benefit for the life of the retiree. However, in this situation, if the retiree dies first, that income stream is going to stop and the surviving spouse will not receive the income. So that can be uh, detrimental. Now, pensions also usually offer opportunities for the benefit to continue for a surviving spouse. But of course, that's gonna come at a cost in the form of a lower amount of income or benefit. So you can usually elect to have like say 50, 75, or even 100% of your benefit available to your spouse after you die. But again, that benefit will likely be reduced substantially. So you got to be careful when you're making this decision. Now, there's some things to think about here and and not fun to think about. In some cases, it could be somewhat predictable which spouse may likely die before the other. Again, not fun to think about. But based on lifestyle and age, uh, medical history, those things need to be taken into consideration when you're making this decision. Now... Also, we need to think about the amount of the benefit and how vital it is to your overall income needs. If, you know, it may be such a small amount that losing it really would not be that terrible later in life. Also, something to consider is whether or not the pension gets inflationary increases or what we call COLAs, cost of living adjustments. So if the benefit, again, is relatively low to begin with and it's not going to be adjusted for inflation, it might not do much for the surviving spouse later in life. So those are just all things to take into consideration when you're making these
1: decisions. That's a good point, Nikki. And so that's the, the spousal benefit option. People often make the wrong choices there. Let's talk about Social Security, another place where couples screw up or mess up their retirement.
2: <laughs> you like that screw up uh, word, right. don't you? <laughs> well, we got to be honest,
1: you know, because yes. you only get one shot at this stuff, especially Social Security. I mean, you can't go back and, and change these things. So not coordinating your Social Security claiming strategy, big mistake people make. Uh, how do you help them avoid from messing up retirement that way?
2: Yeah. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, this one isn't as difficult as it used to be. There was this bipartisan budget act of 2015, and it took away some of the things that couples could do. Um, One of them being restricted applications, and then another thing being a file and suspend strategy. And what these strategies did is they allowed married couples to kind of boost their overall payouts. Now that's all changed. It's not as complicated, but you can't play the system any longer. So you you know you. You can't do those file and suspend or restricted applications like you used to be able to. But when to take benefits is still very important, even though you can't take advantage of those strategies. Again, life expectancy needs to be taken into consideration. There is a definite breakdown point associated with putting off taking your benefits and what that means is that there's a period of time that you'll have to live in order to recoup the benefits that you didn't receive while you postponed so in some situations it it could be beneficial for one spouse to go ahead and and start receiving Social Security while one holds off in order to to let their benefit grow but in general um, we don't recommend putting off Social Security if the trade-off is going to be having to spend down your nest egg to make up for the income you aren't receiving in the form of your benefit. So if you're unsure, I know this is all very confusing, about when to take benefits, you can go to our website, quizdan.com, and take advantage of a free tool and get a Social Security timing report. If you go to the website, you really can't miss it. Right when you pull it up, there's going to be a big blue box there that says, when should I start Social Security? So I definitely would encourage you, if this is a question for you, when to start it, go ahead and go to our website, do the timing
1: report. Another area where we see couples mess up their retirement is when there's no coordination, Nikki, with their individual retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs to be sure that their combined assets are actually working. Couples tend to sometimes just look at all those things individually.
2: Yeah, and if you've heard the show before, if our listeners have heard us before, they're going to remember me saying this likely. Most people have no idea what they're investing in and why. And with couples... If they do know what they're investing in, they still have just accumulated things in their portfolios and they're not sure why. Now this gets more complicated with a couple because if one spouse has no idea what the other is doing and how that may affect their long-term goals, then that could be detrimental. So they may be investing in ways that are completely at odds with one another. If the pieces of the individual portfolios don't work together from a risk and return standpoint, they may be being very inefficient or ineffective as far as their portfolios and their investment savings are going.
1: We're talking with Nikki Early of Solving the Financial Puzzle fame. She is, of course, a local wealth coach with the team at Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati and Dayton. The number to call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go to quizdan.com for more information. One last way that we see couples mess up their retirement, Nikki, is when they fail to manage risk in a way that both spouses are comfortable with. One spouse always ends up getting nervous.
2: Yeah, we often have couples with different ideas about how their money should be invested. Now, we never want a client to feel uncomfortable or nervous. That's why we insist on working closely with both spouses. As coaches, our job is to make sure they both know, again, how and why their money is invested the way that it is, and how that plays into their overall strategy, and then what that overall strategy is capable of providing them during retirement. Now, we have to educate our clients and make them part of the planning process. This is so key, again, so they can both sleep well at night and they are both comfortable with how they're invested. Now, if you find yourself falling into any of these traps and, again, screwing up your retirement or being afraid of screwing up your retirement you want some advice, certainly give us a call. You can get us at 1-844-QUIZDAN. You can go to our website, quizdan.com. But However you reach out to us, just do. We'll bring you in, we'll talk to you about your particular situation, and we'll help you develop a comprehensive plan to make sure that you're not screwing up your retirement.
1: Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number to call, 844-784-9326. To reach Nikki Early, Dan Capril, and the great team at Matson and Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326 your number to call. Stay right there. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle.
0: Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326.
1: Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Walter Storholt alongside Nikki Early, who is a financial advisor and coach at Matson & Capril, your local wealth coach in the area, and person to turn to if you have questions about what to do. In Your Financial Life, she and Dan Capril have a great team around them at Matson & Capril. Offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. And you can get in touch by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. And if you would like to ask a question to be featured on the show, you can go to quizdan.com and ask a question online. And we'll feature it here on the program. So we have a couple to feature on this week's show, Nikki, the first of which comes to us, from Leo in Loveland, Leo says we'll be retiring in three years and plan to save about thirty thousand dollars each year. Until then, we could max out an IRA or a Roth for both of us. Though I'm not sure which one would be better at this point. But even if I knew the answer to that, it still leaves me with another seventeen thousand that I need to invest elsewhere. What accounts should I be using for this money?
2: All right. So, great question, Leo. Actually, a couple different questions. So, first of all, yes, you can elect to do either the traditional or Roth IRA, but provided you don't exceed some income limitations. So, you want to make sure and check those out. But if you do qualify, you can do up to about up to $6,500 a year. As far as which is better between the traditional Roth, it kind of depends on your particular situation. So is most of your money in what Dan and I like to call tax ticking time bombs? So are they in traditional vehicles where you're gonna have to pay the tax later? maybe then the Roth is more appropriate. However, maybe a deduction in 2017 would be better off for you as far as your taxes go. So everyone's situation is different. The bottom line, Leo, is this, even regarding the additional 17,000, there are a world of options out there. A good financial plan is gonna analyze your particular situation and take into account your goals for retirement. Once there's a clear understanding of what you need your money to do for you and only then do you choose where to put your money. So I know no, I'm not giving you a definitive answer, but you need to really analyze your current situation and what your goals are, where your money is currently held, and then go from there when you're deciding where to put that money.
1: It's a great question, Leo, and a good problem to have. It's a good problem to kind of solve when you have leftover savings that you want to figure out what to do with. Thanks for submitting that. And
2: Walter, I can't tell you how many people come to us and they just, you know, they basically want to hand you a sum of money and say, invest it for us. That's really not what Uh, we're about. (laughs) You know, I mean, we have to understand their situation, their goals, what their money Mm. needs to do for them before we can give any advice.
1: Wow. That makes a lot of sense, though, because I could see that, you know, you kind of... All right. Well, I don't really know what to do with this. Here, you guys take it. But you you like to educate along the way. You want people to know why and what they're investing in.
2: Absolutely. And we won't even invest their money before until we've gone through a full-blown financial plan.
1: Until you achieve that that level of knowledge. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, great question, Leo. Thanks for submitting that one. Again, QuizDan.com, your place to go to submit questions. Andy in Hyde Park has another one. Andy says, I don't like my 401k investment options, but my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money to an outside account. I know people who have moved their 401k in the past, so how does this work?
2: Well, Andy, I'm sorry that your company doesn't allow for that it's unfortunate the problem is with these 401k plans it's that they are so expensive to administer so whether you realize it or not you're not earning as much because there are expenses involved in those accounts Um, the other thing is like you said the investment options just aren't there a lot of times I can't tell you how many times people will bring their work plan to me and I will try to match up along with the strategy we've built in the planning process but the funds that we want to invest in just aren't available so what you're talking about is called an in-service 401k rollover where companies unfortunately again not yours will sometimes allow you to move money over into a traditional IRA You can still keep contributing to your 401k plan, and you can also leave a partial amount there. But this in-service rollover allows you to move that money uh, without tax implications into a traditional type IRA where you get to choose what you're investing in. So you've got a world of options out there, and you're not incurring the expenses of that plan that's being administered.
1: It's a great question, Andy, and we thank you for submitting that one to us as well. Nikki, we have time for one more here as it comes to us from Vince in Cincinnati. Vince says, I feel like I need to reduce the risk in my portfolio, but I don't know where to turn. I've looked at bonds. I've looked at annuities. I've looked at moving to cash, but all of these options have drawbacks that I don't like. So what am I supposed to do?
2: Good question again. Well, here's the thing. Every investment option has pros and cons. Now, most of us do need our money to grow in retirement. So, moving it all to cash or, you know, being ultra conservative You may not be keeping up with inflation, and then you're also paying the taxes. So I would suggest that you look at your portfolio as a whole to determine whether or not it's in line with your objectives. The selection of what you hold, it's going to depend on a lot of factors like taxes, uh, your need for income, and your risk tolerance. So if you haven't already, go sit down with a financial professional and see if what you hold lines up with your goals, your objectives, and your needs. I know there's a lot more questions out there, and if you do have concerns around your plan around retirement, I strongly urge you to text us and get our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All you have to do is text the word retire to 555-888. We're going to send you out a bunch of valuable information. We've got video, we've got audio, a book that Dan and I wrote, um, there's articles, and you'll even get a little uh, stress ball toy. So <laughs> you definitely want that. But certainly take advantage of the opportunity. It's free. Again, all you have to do is text the word retire to 555
1: Again, this is how you get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You text the word retire to 555-888. Click on the link that will immediately send you and fill out the information on the page. takes about 30 seconds to do that, and you'll have the toolkit on the way to you. So for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, just text that word RETIRE to 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone, you can call and request the toolkit instead. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call. 844-784-9326. And you can just say, hey, send me the toolkit. Here's my address. Thank you very much. 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number. It really is just as easy as that. People do this each and every week to get their hands on this toolkit. Valuable resources. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, you get exclusive invites when you get the toolkit uh, later on to special events. Workshops, seminars that Dan, Nikki, and the team host here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. Text the word RETIRE to 555 888 to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Well, Nikki, thank you for filling in for Dan on the show today. Thank you. Always good having you and uh, join us, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next uh, next week. All right. Again, that's Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril, joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call or to get the toolkit, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Thanks for joining us. and We'll talk to you next week on Solving the Financial Puzzle.